welcome to the third episode of the Mike O'Reilly Show. News and reporting and getting the facts. Today's report is sponsored by Harvey Weinstein. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Why the fuck did you put Harvey Weinstein as the sponsor? Alex, seriously, dude, we cannot have Harvey Weinstein as the sponsor. We're going to finish this and then I think we should edit it out entirely. Harvey Weinstein is the producer of great films such as Goodwill Hunting and has made a lot of movies. Support his bail by going to harveyweinstein.org forward slash Mike. Isn't he in jail? You have to be kidding me. I don't know why we have him as a sponsor. It doesn't make any sense. Fuck it, he's not a sponsor. We're out. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Right, I am really excited about our next guest. This is our first big celebrity, Emmy Award winning big celebrity, John Hamm, star of Mad Men and other films. Can't wait to dig into this. Please, everybody, give a big welcome to John Hamm. John Hamm is with us on the show. John, how are you today? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. Um, I think there's a, uh, maybe a mistake. You don't sound, you don't. Who am I speaking with? Uh, well, my name is John Ham, but I am not the same John Ham that you were referencing in your introduction. I think you're. Uh, I would. Uh... Tried to tell. I try. I don't know if it's a producer. I tried to tell the person that called me that I was not the John Ham, but they said they wanted me anyway. Her name was Naomi. Is that? I really hope. But, Na- Naomi's new. She promised us a lot of clarity and procedure. We called her Miss Procedure. Looks like she got the wrong fucking John Ham. That's her nickname. Miss Procedure. It was. She'll be fired. Anyway, I don't want to you uh, waste any of your time. Uh, I also have things to do. Uh, so you have no relation to the real John Ham. I mean, having the same name is a form of relationship, but we're not like related by blood or anything like that. Do you have any connection? Do you, do you have a connection with him? Do you think you might be able to help him get on the show? Help us get him on the show? You know, once we're already having you on the show, maybe you can do something for us. Serious? I'm just asking. Also, Naomi said uh, that this was like a, a some kind of a live podcast, and there was like breaking audience. news. It's the Michael Riley show. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that. This like there's a lot, we were there's a live there. Yeah, we're we we're a news show. We report the news and the facts, news and reports and breaking the facts, but we also interview celebrities because celebrities are always brought on new shows. So I was really excited when Naomi told me that she got John Hamm, but you're like a fake John Hamm. Are you like an impersonator type of person? No, no, that doesn't, no. I just, I have the same name. That's like, there's probably like dozens, if not scores of people with the name John Hamm. Just open up any phone book if they still exist. Do you spell your name J-O-H-N-H-A-M-N? John Ham? H-A-M-N? Yeah. Nobody's like that. That doesn't... Like, 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 damn? 
Well, as I'm reading through our notes, Naomi told me that she got John Ham, spelled Ham in the same way that there's a silent N as in damn. <laughs> what? So she told you that and you still thought it was going to be the real John Ham? I'm really confused. Anyway, look, I'm just this. I'm 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 on a day off from work, so I should do, probably. Do you work? Do you work in uh, reporting? Is that something you? I got to get some kind of content. We'll edit all this out. Like the whole intro, we'll just I'll make sure that it, that's just completely erased. May, but once I have someone on the interview, because I blocked this, this is how I run my show. Maybe you can give some kind of update. Or report is what? What do you do? Is there any kind of news or reports or facts or breaking stories that our listeners should hear about? And we'll start just like we'll start like let, let I'll just count three, two, one, and can you just give something? Three, two, one. Okay, we have with us John Ham. Hello, John. You are not the real John Ham. You're a different John Ham, uh, spelled H A M N. But you do have reports to show and to share breaking news with our audience. Let's start with the breaking news story of the day. <clears throat> uh, What's going on in the field? Well, uh, there is a uh, soccer game going on right now in the field next to my house. Sports. Great sports. That's something we haven't yet cracked on this show. Excellent, John Ham. You could be our sports correspondent. John Ham, live from the soccer field in where are we let's get some details now. This is gonna be a real story. Let's go. Uh Chris Dallas. Chris Dallas? Chris Dallas. It's a city in Iowa. So geography is not my best topic. Uh, okay, live from Chris Dallas, we got John Ham reporting from the soccer game. What's going on? It's just a, I don't, it's like a kid's soccer. I'm, I'm in my house. I'm just I see it. I, there's a field next to my house. I'm just sitting in my little breakfast nook. I'm taking the day off. I'm a vice principal at the local middle school. Harvey Davis Middle School. Harvey Davis Middle School. There's a soccer game. Exciting. We're going to go local. Yeah. Local communities give back. Yeah. Iowa. Iowa. John Ham from Iowa. Reporting live. Thank you, John Ham. We're going to cut. Okay. I think that was okay. Do you have anything else? I need some kind of content for our listeners. What? Can I ask you some questions? Usually reporters are the ones who ask the questions. They don't get asked the questions. It's just how it works. Go to YouTube. That's what happens all the time on YouTube. I only said, like, you were really famous, and this was, like, a really famous podcast. And I'm it's a big like, show. I'm not, I'm not that, like, I don't really listen to the, the podcasts. So I believed her, but honestly, when I'm talking to you, sir... Uh, I find that a little hard to believe. Hmm. As a vice principal, are there other things that you don't believe? Um, 
Well, I mean, I obviously I deal with like arbitrating a lot of conflict between students. So, mm. what's a real harsh, tough conflict that you experienced recently with two kids? Um, kind of finding the truth in different situations. You know, who's telling the truth? Who's not telling the truth? You know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, like. You know, we see in the news there's all of these sexual harassment allegations, and it's like everything that's happening in the big picture in the world also happens in the little picture. Hmm. So we get a lot of getting a lot of that at school, a lot of like sexual harassment allegations in the old uh, seventh and eighth graders. Who's making the allegations on who? Everybody. Wow. You know Everybody. what? Sorry. It's like a free for all. Mm-hmm. Like a feeding mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a freebie. It's a frisbee. Tell me this, John Ham. A lot of reports, as you mentioned in the field, a lot of sexual harassment. There's a lot of other kinds of harassment also that's not making the front page. By the way, and I, I really hope that you don't engage in that, like. You know, a lot of stuff is coming out that's like people that you really would be surprised about. Yep. And with like with you, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. So that makes me even it's even more likely. Hmm. Not it's not an accusation. I'm just just talking. Just two guys talking. I don't harass anyone. The only thing I do is interview and report the facts. But it's a good question. Let me ask you Yeah. Let me ask you this. Harassment comes in many forms. There's sexual harassment. There's verbal harassment. There's eye harassment. There's also thinking harassment, which happens a lot to teachers who use information to harass the minds of the students because they don't know the information that the teachers are teaching the students. What do you do, Mr. Ham? With all the different other kinds of harassment, like thinking harassment, inside your school. Here's an example. Mr. Myers, I'm quite familiar not with Iowa, but with Washington State, specifically the upper northwestern section where there's a very small community of people living off the grid, and they have an off-the-grid school for children taught by the parents. The parents right. are giving over lessons that, right. you know, it's not the typical classroom routine curriculum that's in the mainstream schools all across North America. Tell me this. Is that considered you, thinking harassment? Why do you care about that, Mike? It's a story. It's a breaking story. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're describing some kind of, like, mass child abuse. So I would definitely hope that the appropriate authorities would intervene there. I thought it was more about thinking harassment than abuse. Um, I don't know how you make the distinction as a vice principal. I'll take you another, in another direction. There was recently... Child abuse, like... Thinking harassment, like, when applied to a, a situation of an adult doing it to a child, child abuse. 
even though they're just teaching information, like who was the fourth president of the United States, how did he win the election, what were the issues at the time, that's considered abuse? Yeah. If they're, if, they're, if they're knowingly teaching them wrong, like who is the fourth president of the United States? Um, Moses. Mm. Yeah, that's child abuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if they give over the correct answer? Is that also that's abuse? <laughs> that's, that's just um, that's education. <laughs> that's a thin <laughs> line. That's a thin line. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. I say a fine line. You say a thin line? In Washington, we call it a thin line. Oh, really? Over on the hill. On the, on the hill. Over here in the Midwest. It's an inside thing for the reporters. We call it, um, we, and by they, I mean my neighbors, and then I include myself, so that becomes we. Um, we call it a fine line. Hmm. Yeah. It's a thin line. I took it from skating. I'm a skater. That's what I did before I was a reporter. I was actually an Olympic um, cleaner. I cleaned the ice rink of a lot of skaters. So I learned a lot about skating. One of them was thin line. Thin line. So did you have to skate while you cleaned the ice? I don't really know how to skate. It was an embarrassing time. You know, it was definitely an embarrassing 14 years. It was hard. Um, but it was definitely productive. You know, made minimum wage, paid the bills, some of them. Wait, you said you were a skater, though, but you didn't know how to skate? Yeah. It's a thin, it's a thin line. Yeah. What is? <laughs> Between what? skating and not skating. I'm not an Olympic skater, but I've definitely put on skates. You put on skates and skated with them? Like skating! Walking in the stands, skating. Oh, all right. <laughs> How did we get on this? Sports. It's the sports section today. That's what we're covering. John Ham live today's from episode, Iowa. Is today's episode called the sports section? I would like to do that. I need some, you know, some help from my team. We don't have enough resources to do this well enough as it deserves because there's so many sports. I mean, if we're going for a middle school in Iowa, there's a middle school. How many middle schools are there in Iowa? And then how many states are there in North America? You know, there's like Nova Scotia, there's Toronto, there's Montreal. There's a lot of states. How many? Probably hundreds. What? what? Just reporting the facts. Okay. All right. Good for you. Tell us some of the more work that you do inside the middle school in Iowa, John Hamm. Uh, I do some counseling. I do some student counseling, you know, which, uh, you know, it's, it's rough. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of pain out there. Mm. The animals? What? The unadopted animals, or are you talking still with the children? There's a pain in the children. I was talking about I'm a counselor of, the, of these students, these middle school students at my school. And I was saying there's a lot of pain out there, and then you said in the animals. I don't know why. I missed the reference. All right. Um, 
Yeah. Tell us about the, tell us about the pain that you see as a counselor. Um, kids are just really mean to each other, you know. People can be really mean to each other. What does that look like? What's a what's a recent thing that happened? I mean, like, um, like one of the kids took a picture of another one of the kids in the bathroom, you know, it was like showing it around. Of the drawing that they did on the wall? Yeah, exactly. Like the graffiti. So they're artists. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's not all bad. Thanks, Mike. You really, you're actually really helping me kind of like work through this. Is art a form of harassment? See, what? I, every time I think you're like uh, maybe not mentally ill, no offense, Mike, uh, I think, well, then again. Hmm. Yeah. Because I'm also an artist. You're an artist? As a hobby, aside, I mean, my main thing is being a reporter. But on the side, after the thin line is passed, I do a lot of art. What kind of art? Mostly improv crayon. Improv crayon? Yeah, it's, it's the new thing. It's taking crayons, large crayons, outside, and then drawing animals of the animal that I see next to me. So, like, you know, if you're in New York City, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of dogs, a lot of pigeons. Draw the animal with the big crayon. The animal comes up to it. Then you also draw the owner. It's called improv crayon. You draw people with crayons on the street. improv It's a big new thing. The drawing, the drawing is improvisational? Yes. Of specifically what you see in front of you. So I see it, you know. Woman and a dog. Draw the woman and the dog. See four pigeons and a bottle of Coke. I'm drawing Coke and four pigeons. Whatever is going down. It's the new thing. You should try it. That's really cool. That's Google really it. Okay. Yeah. It's really relaxing. Yeah, improv crayon. It's the new thing. I wanted to put it on the show, but I couldn't find anyone who would jump on the show who's in the world of improv crayons. I'm starting to see, like, what the real genius of your whole... I have to admit, I was initially a little skeptical, but something very... You have a winning way about you, Mike. Hmm. You're the second person in my life to say that. Thank you. Today? Ever. Wow. That's surprising, because... I don't know. It seems like you're... Uh, seems like you're a kid on the come-up. Yeah, I'm a... You know, I wouldn't say high school was easy, but I finished it after I was 24, kept on going back. And then, you know, read a lot of, I read a lot of things, articles, essays, reports, shows, talking to people, taking notes on what they say, all that. So you're self-taught is what you're saying. That could be said. Bit of an autodidact. What does that mean? 
you know what it means. It's not something I learned. I have a lot of open loops, a lot of holes inside the education. Search your mind. Mm -hmm. That you'll find the answer is inside. I'm going to finish with five questions. We might stick with five, and it might be less, and it might be more. But right now, I'm going to say we're going to finish off with five questions. Speaking today with John Hamm, vice principal of the middle school that has a soccer game in some suburb in Iowa that I didn't know was named a suburb. Here's Harley the first. Davis. The Harley Davis School. Harvey, Harvey Davis Middle School. The Harvey Davis School of the Middle. Now, here is the question. If there's one student in your school who does not think that they can make it in the real world and would rather stay inside the middle school supporting the cause of the school of the middle, what do you say to them to inspire them forward? I say, that's illegal, <laughs> go to high school. What if they're 18, 19, say 22? And they're still in, what, like, 8th grade? I was not alone. We don't let people that old in the school, so... Mm. What's, what school were you at? Washington. Washington School? Nope. It didn't have a name. It was in the Upper Northwest section in a very small, remote, off-the-grid community where I was taught by adults all kinds of things that I didn't understand um, that apparently aren't in the regular curriculum of the main curriculum of the middle schools in the North America. But I bet you didn't know how to catch a rabbit. Uh, I don't know how to catch a rabbit. You do. You learned how to catch a rabbit. One of the things that we did, if we weren't behaving well. So, and you're saying that's the school that you flunked <laughs> until you were 22? Yep. What was your What was your main like um, obstacle? Like, what was your main kind of like? What you What you keep tripping over? Uh, I would say it's fitting in and understanding what they wanted because the rules kept on changing. You know, one day you're chasing rabbits, the other day you're locked in a room. You know, a few days pass, you don't remember why you're there, what day it is. But I definitely uh, learned how to entertain myself. Of a kidnapping and a long-term abduction. I think that's why I'm most attracted to the news. Because that seemed the most real to me. It's kind of like a Kimmy Schmidt situation. Is she a reporter? No. Guess not then. Guess not. She's a, she's a fictional TV character. But um, <clears throat> similar background, though, uh, in terms of... Oh, is that why you were asking about mind harassment? Thinking harassment, I called it. Yeah, I forgot. I tried. Um, that's why you were, because you, it sounds like you suffered from a lot of that growing up in the northwestern corner of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I was 
you know, in the river, in the river for a few days, and my... Metaphorically or literally? Oh, that was quite physical. It got cold, I was wet, and then, you know, my caretakers, that's what they called themselves, they were staring at me, making sure that I didn't leave, and they said this is for my for my best betterment of self. So I don't mean to laugh. That's just such a weird way of talking. I, I wasn't part of the curriculum of the school of middle. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Um, wow. Do you like, uh, do you like wake up screaming every, every night or most nights? They taught us not to, not to express ourselves too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I look back in fond memories of all those memories. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Is that Stockholm Syndrome? Excuse me? You have Stockholm Syndrome? What's that? Uh, you know, it's Stockholm Syndrome. It's like Patty Hearst. It's when, it's when someone who's held captive um, starts to identify with their captors. I definitely identified with my caretakers. Um, right, I mean, it sounds like you're still defending them. They took care of me. Yeah, but they, it sounds like you were held there against your will. Eh, will, you know, it's a loose term. Will, won't. Right. Who's to it's a thin line. Left. Two more questions, Mr. Yeah, Han. Yeah. Right. Let's finish off with this. Given that in the political world right now, there are... been on, by the way? Excuse me? I'm sorry. How long have we been on? It's like, I feel like we've been on... The time has just flown. It's flown away. It's what happens when you're at a soccer game. Good point. A point that is good. And here's point another two. one. Yeah. You're really on a roll now, Mike. Given that the political scene in the political world is complicated, how would you define politics? Bring it on, me. How would you define politics? Bring it on, me, Mike. Shoot. Fire away. That's the... <clears throat> That's the question, John. How would come on? Here's the question. How do you define politics, John Ham? Okay. How do I define politics? It's a great question. Politics is sort of like the uh, the the emer the the emergent, ever shifting and emergent configurations of human energetic conflict. Hmm. Let's erase that. I didn't get a word of that. Just stay put. I'm sorry, what? What, Mike? Just having an internal conversation with uh, some are of my team members. Are you trying to understand, like, is that like a little over your head? This part's gonna be edited out of the show. Why? I didn't understand a word you said. I need, as a reporter, I need to understand what's said. I didn't understand it. I needed simpler terms. Can you use images? 
or can as you use metaphors like sim very simple concepts as an interviewer why wouldn't you just ask me questions to try to understand what i mean it's not how i was raised were you raised by interviewers block out information ignore it delete it move forward that's the role of the reporter <laughs> wow i never heard that as being part of the reporter's job description seems like it would be the opposite it really you know he's the channel the open channel through which all information is revealed that sounds very Dalai Lama, and if you want to go that route, then go ahead and be the next Dalai Lama, but that's not what this show's about. What is this show about? <laughs> News and reporting and getting the facts. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that brings us full circle. Last question. As an inspiring leader for the next generation of children in middle schools all over Iowa, what is the one lesson you want them to walk into every day inside of their minds so that they're not harassed thinking, but they feel good about themselves and their own mind that you <laughs> inspire them to. Oh, definitely. What would that be? For sure. I'll say it a different way. How do you inspire children? Oh, okay. I see. Is that what you're getting? Is that what this whole thing is doing? Students. Students. Yeah, we're live here with John Hamm, a local correspondent of a vice principal of a middle school in Iowa. How do you inspire children? We're going to finish off the show with this with some local talent. I like to say that I put the vice back in vice principal. Because I'm a drug addict, and I love to see prostitutes. That is great. Thank you so much, John Ham, for joining the show today. That's That'll be a wrap. Uh, tune in next week, where you'll get more correspondence and actual celebrities on the next news show. This has been Michael Riley, and thanks for listening to The Michael Riley Show. This is Michael Riley. Cut. Okay, so the whole vice thing that was just I'm just saying as a as a friend, that's inappropriate. What? You said uh, live on the show. I mean, we're, we're I cut this now. This is this will be cut by our team. But you said that you are a drug addict for children. That's not <laughs> about children. You said vice. Yeah, vice like because of the drugs. That's not with children, though. Well, you work with children and you're doing drugs. It's. Oh, yeah. Well, I should have clarified. I don't do drugs at work. Hmm. I just, just like all the other, all the other possible times. What kind of drugs do you do and who do you do it with? <laughs> Wait, are we still live? I might use this. <laughs> well, that makes a big difference. Um, what difference, whatever well, you I need. Like, I don't like to reveal my sources. Okay, let's say that this isn't recorded. I'll just say that. So, 
Go ahead. Yeah, no one's listening. Um, what was the question? Oh, I do like all kinds of stuff. Just, you know, the good stuff. Caffeine. Good people. Vitamin C. You know, like to take myself to a different, get into a different kind of space, you know, mm-hmm. different consciousness, kind of <clears throat> lower the inhibitions, you know, in the, of the mind. What's one drug you've been using recently? Um, psilocybin, psychoactive mushrooms. Hmm. What, um, what does that do for you? What doesn't it do for me? Hmm. Should I ask? Do you do that before work, when you teach the children? Uh, well, that's more just something that it's just like a constant. I'm just that's I'm constantly, you know, yeah, before and after. So every day, I like, kind of like to close the loop on that. Yeah, that sounds kind of keep, keep the loop closed and going. You really do put the vice and vice principle. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why it was so weird for me that you confused me for John Hamm because everyone around these parts knows exactly who I am. That's great. Well, listen, I just want to say thank you for your time. Thank you. Um, This is a free thing, John, so um, there's no chance of getting any kind of money for this. I just want to make that clear because we've had issues in the past. Okay? Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Um, th- that'll be a wrap. Fact checkers of the world unite. Thank you for listening to today's report. It means the world to me and my struggling team. I mean, damn, I mean, we're trying, okay? And your help is what makes this possible. Look, if you believe in reporting as much as I believe in fact checking, go ahead and five-star this juice on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere on the internet you can possibly five-star anything. Spread the truth and share this episode with your parents or legal guardians right now. (laughs) 